Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the thekidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring in Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics as Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog. The, the committee cancel list started with R. Kelly, Erica Badu, the racist weatherman, Churches, Ralph Northman, the racist guy from Virginia, the governor, Think Pieces, Super Bowl halftime shows, Liam Neeson, Gucci Man, Yes Jules, Daniel Caesar, Collusion, Cardi B. Like last week was Cardi B being Bill Cosby. Now it's Kodak Black getting can't like come on, I'm sick of this shit. It's just, it's just, it's just stupid, man. Like y'all are stupid and you know, whatever, nothing, nothing gets canceled. So we're going to jump right into us. I know Marcus has the Marcus music minute uh, regarding the late great Nipsey hustle. Uh, So I'm let him start out with that. Yeah. uh, So it's, it happened like last year. Uh, Mac Miller passed away and one of the reoccurring things I heard about him was that you know we lost someone that was young and that was uh, developing their sound a lot more was becoming more experimental um, with his music his sound his lyrics uh, becoming a more uh, expressive producer and and not trying to like diminish whatever he was doing in his personal life but a lot of people we're talking about how they were going to miss a lot of Mac Miller's music, like the idea of no longer having new Mac Miller music. Now with Nipsey Hussle, what I've been hearing from a lot of people about his passing is that we've lost a guy who was providing people jobs. You know, he was uh, pushing the culture forward as far as like helping kids learn how to like invest money and and doing it 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 seems to me that the music wasn't the thing that defined nipsey hustle it seemed like a lot of the stuff that he was doing with his foundations with his businesses how he carried himself as a man as a father uh uh, husband or boyfriend or 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 whatever you want to call him like and that that kind of that i feel like that makes a, a pretty big difference when when your profession is a rapper, but when people talk about your life, when they talk about the legacy you left behind, it seems like rapping is the second or third thing they bring up when they talk about you. And I think that just goes to show how important he was to that that community, that area, and to people that that knew him and the, the people whose lives he affected. So, and I mean, RIP to him, Mac Miller, anybody else? It's it's all it's all sad, you know. But it's just something that I noticed the, the comparisons between those two. Well, I also saw that LeBron James said that this was a uh, this event altered history, and I I would like to say yes. It's very sad and unfortunate. The he said, it altered. he said this is one of the 
Now I gotta look it up. Because <laughs> it because I was talking to the homie Lex, shout out to Lex Lutheran on Twitter about what he said. Like I added him in his post. I guess he did the video. And and this is one of those uh, situations where like everybody doesn't have to speak about everything. Like you don't have to every time there's a camera or mic in front of your face, you don't have to try to be like the smartest person in the room or super deep or super philosophical. Sometimes you'd be like, hey man, R.I.P. You know. God bless his family. God bless the dead. Blase, blase. Hold on, let me scroll. Scroll, 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 scroll. He he said something to the effect. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. LeBron James on Nissy Hustle's death. It's one of the most unfortunate events in American history. Slow, slow down, LeBron. I mean, American. I I will I will reference a Chris Rock joke. Uh, I think it was from Bigger and Blacker, and they were talking about, uh, I guess they are talking about, uh, I guess, something about rappers being shot. <laughs> and he was like, Martin Luther King was assassinated. <laughs> Malcolm X was assassinated. <laughs> Them niggas got shot. And, and and I'm not to make light of the situation, but I, LeBron, you him just saying like, hey, you know, this is an unfortunate situation. It's sad, but like, Let's let's not rewrite history. Like I get it, it's unfortunate, but it's not one of the biggest events in American history. Like you can add me, you can be mad, but at the end of the day, it's it's just not historically accurate. Like it is what it is, but it might be one of the most unfortunate events in Compton history or Slauson history or LA history, but American history, we got slavery, we got the Trail of Tears, (laughs) we got and and that and to even say that makes light of all the the if we're going to keep it with uh, black people being killed, that kind of makes light of the, the people like the Freddie Gray's and, and people of that nature have been killed for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the dude in Charleston, uh, damn dude got shot in the back like six times. The other guy in Charleston, you know what I'm saying? Like the Dylan roof shit, like that, that, that kind of makes light of those situations to me. Because you could argue if this is one of the biggest uh, events in American history, then those also are. And you could argue those, not to put any weight on other people's deaths, but I mean. I mean, is there, yeah. is, is there a cap on how many tragedies? Not, 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 it's, it's not history? a cap, but it's not the most unfortunate event in American history. One of the most unfortunate events. I mean, if you, if you kind of look at it. might not like be what, the most unfortunate event like, this year if we. If we the way this year is going, it might not be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess it's all about like perspective and how you how you view things and where you're at. Like, I think if you're someone from that area, and there's a lot of people that live in those areas that don't ever leave, and for them, that's probably affected their life negatively more than anything else that that you're naming. For them, well, but well, and 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 you got to think about it, like, all right, LeBron, like, bro, you know what? Black people only but thirteen percent of the population. I don't think the other percentile of Americans really care. To be honest, like American runs on uh, Caucasian, <laughs> just like America runs on Duncan and runs on Caucasians. Like they're probably hearing this, like Nipsey, who, like, huh, like who is this guy? So I, again, everybody, we don't have to go to everybody. Everybody doesn't have to be deep. Like just be like, hey man, R.I.P. You know, I, just like I'm not looking at LeBron James for like. Uh, I guess advice how to tend to a garden or something like that. Maybe he does have a mean garden, but 
Like, hey, man, I'm not. And, and it kind of sounds like I'm saying to set up, shut up, and dribble, but I'm not trying to. But you know, just hey, R.I.P. Man, just make make your words mean things. Like when you say stuff like that, I feel like you're devaluing your your words. So, but sticking on that with words, Kodak Black has been been catching a lot of heat from various rappers and entertainers across the sphere that they operate in. Uh, T.I. has something for him. Uh, Tank has something for him. The game has something for him. And I get it. It's a sensitive subject. A lot of people uh, who who are you know big fans of Nipsey Hussle will probably hear the things I'm saying. And due to the the tenderness of the situation being so close, you know, have emotions towards it. Um, advice to anybody out there: never make uh, decisions based on emotion. That's that's number one. But my thing is, man, like I get it, but I just watching the videos of people talking to him like the game. It's just like, why are you? Why do you feel the need if it's that important and it it touched you that much, hurt you that much to broadcast to the world? Like, why not get directly in contact with his people instead of making like a spectacle of it? Because at that point, it doesn't feel like it's about him or Lauren London's family or Nipsey's family. To me, it makes it seem like it's about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get at the dude, like, or is this how we do it in the social media age? Like, we're just going to go put everybody on blast, stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I, I didn't. I didn't care for those videos. Like I get it, man. But like, why even? Why even feed into that nonsense? Like I don't see the the top guys, like the Kendricks, the Coles, the the Drakes, respond to this nonsense. Like it's nonsense. Let it. You're kind of giving him more clout by even acknowledging because now he's like, oh yeah, you know, Ti, I'm a, I'm not gonna do you're not gonna do nothing to me. Oh, I like smoking my life. If that's how you feel, then let's let's get like you know what I'm saying. Like it's kind of continuing the cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I Kodak is inviting the smoke. He's like, oh, my life is a little better with smoking. And like, what, what are we doing here? I would expect that kind of behavior more. Like what Kodak Black did based on like his history and some of the stuff that he does. Like I'm not super surprised about it. Kodak like, Black is 21 years old. Yeah. But the game is almost 40. You know what I'm saying? Like T.I. is, almost, the, the, T. I. is yeah. 40. You know what I'm saying? Like T.I. is probably old enough to be Kodak Black's dad. So like I understand the whole wire why are you getting on social media putting out instagram videos about this instead of being being and you like those they're, they're ogs you know what i'm saying like be the you know og make, like make a OG about the game is, yeah you talk about the game is, the, the game is best of these young cats or know nothing but y'all are supposed to be the examples now yeah. mind you i'm not saying people can't grow and change but two out of the four aren't the best people to be kind of speaking on things like that. Like, what's in the game? Finger banging like a 17-year-old in public or something hey, like that? Man, like, I'm just, say, I'm just saying, like, yo, T.I. had a show about people not going to jail. They're like, with the jail, like, right after the show? I'm like, bro, like, and I get it. I, I get you trying to be an elder statesman, but, like, I think somebody tweeted out, right message, wrong people. Right. Like, yeah. I, I can't say you got to be older now, but like, come on. I'm, I might shoot the game some bail just because, like, him and Nipsey apparently had a, a close relationship. Like, maybe he was just going off of, like, like you said, just going off of emotion. But, like, T.I., man, like, this, you're, you, you pretend, not I want to say pretend, but you present yourself to be as a smart, intellectual guy. Like, call them, call him, call his people. You can get in contact with him, but. I guess it's one of those things where Kodak Black did it publicly, so people feel they need to call him out publicly as opposed to pulling them to the side. Let's have a conversation. Like Kodak Black needs 
some guidance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can look at his hair, his teeth. He just need, hey, he needs some guidance, and he needs someone to take his phone away. Like that's where we need to start. <laughs> yeah, he's again. I had to I had to Google like, yo, how does Kodak Black? He's acting real crazy. But I mean, he's been he's been famous and probably had money for a while. I'm gonna assume, unfortunately, he probably didn't graduate from high school. Um, you know, he calls he himself his, the project. He got his GED, um, I think, because he was talking about going to like UF or something. Yeah, yeah. For what? Exactly. <laughs> For what to hang out? Oh my hang god! Like, yeah. team. Ah, I, I, I kind of had a problem with that too. But that's neither here or there. But yeah, a lot of people are like, you know, that's Kodak's kind of trash for that. And again, man, don't don't feed into the nonsense, man. Like, I don't know if he is trolling. I hope he wasn't trying to be funny. He just might be slow. Like. I, you know, he might have been watching ATL or something like that and was like, yo, you know, I don't know. Was it foul? Yes. But like talking about touching him and stuff like that, like let's 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 stop the, the, the cycle of violence, man. Like we got to educate these young people, man. He clearly needs a mentor or a big brother or something like that. So uh, Kodak, if you're listening, man, get your life together. <laughs> T.I. said, make it right. <laughs> he said something. I was like, damn, T.I., like. You started a real wash right now. It's, it's, like, it's easy to call people out on social media. It's hard to like get in touch and actually do the work to try to help them out. But yeah, and shout out to Power 106 or 105 in, in California talking about they're not playing Kodak's music on the radio. We've already gone through this before. They tried to do this with R. Kelly and I think Michael Jackson. Nobody listens to the radio. No. Probably since like 2014. As soon as the USB start popping, like the Ox DJ, shout out to uh, Tribbles. If you're willingly listening to the radio, I can only assume one of two things. One, you either ride a bus or you have a very old car. That's that's, Or you don't have a smartphone. I don't know. I, if you're listening to the radio in 2019, then you have a different set of problems. But yeah, yeah I, I, I guess Kodak Black talking about wanting to date Laura London a year from now is what gets you canceled, not the multiple rape charges he has against him. Like, those are fine, but talking about Laura London, oh, we can't play your music no more. Like, Okay, okay, power, whatever. I guess that's where the line is. Rape charges, you're good. Anything else talking about Laura London, you're canceled. Fuck out of here. Like like I said, man, the only thing that gets canceled is sitcoms. That's it. That's that's where we're at in society. They, not, nothing gets canceled. And, and, and we could probably, if we took the time to look back, like I have a cancel list I've been keeping up with. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, on the committee page, like if, if you could look at it week to week, like... It, Next week, it'll be something else. In three weeks from now, nobody will care. The, the committee cancel list started with R. Kelly, Erica Badu, the racist weatherman, churches, Ralph Northman, the racist guy from Virginia, the governor, think pieces, Super Bowl halftime shows, Liam Neeson, Gucci Man, Yes Jules, Daniel Caesar, Collusion, Cardi B. Like last week was Cardi B being Bill Cosby. Now it's Kodak Black getting can't Like, come on. Sick of this shit. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just stupid, man. Like y'all are stupid, and you know, whatever. Nothing, nothing gets canceled. So, but I guess there's some big things happening. I, I really wasn't up to snuff with the Adidas thing with uh, Beyonce. I was clearly uh, not around last week. Um, but I'll, I'll let Marcus talk about that because I, I did see the Netflix thing, which could be interesting. But what's what's going on with Adidas? I need to grab my charger, so be right back. Yeah, so 
what's going on with the Beyonce and Adidas? Beyonce, I don't. I, I hesitate to say Beyonce assigned to Adidas. It kind of feels like Beyonce signed Adidas, and uh, she's essentially using um, Adidas to relaunch her previous like athletic wear. Um, she's going to be coming out with with shoes, um, designer athletic gear, the uh, Ivy Park. Um, and and the, the main thing that I got from this or from from thinking about this, uh, the shoe deal is the idea that for Adidas, the faces of their shoe company and they're in a, an athletic athletic shoe company, the face of their company are two entertainers. Like they have Beyonce now, they had Kanye West, or they still have Kanye West still working with them. And that's that's an interesting dynamic having those two under the same umbrella. You have to think there's there will be some sort of uh, collaboration between the two. Um, I mean, it's obviously it's a big move for them, but I mean, even if you look at other shoe companies like Nike, Nike has Drake, and I believe Travis Scott is signed to them. And and when you think about Adidas now, like when you think of their athletes that are signed to them. Are any of them bigger than Kanye West? And are any of them bigger than Beyonce? And if I had to, if I have to think about it, I feel like the answer is no, because I know they don't have LeBron, they don't have Kevin Durant, they don't have Michael Jordan. Like, who does Adidas have that's bigger than Beyonce and Kanye West? And I don't have a problem with that, but it just seems like this is a new, not right now, but it's a new era where it's not about the athletes selling the shoe anymore. Now they're trying to just get musicians and, and personalities to start selling their shoes because they they do numbers too. Like Beyonce has probably more Instagram followers than anybody else that's signed to Adidas. The same with Kanye West. Kanye West moves the needle right or wrong. His his product sells, his product moves. Beyonce's product's gonna go crazy when it when it when they relaunch it or her Beyonce ones or Beehive ones come out, and we we actually we just got some breaking news real quick. Uh, it looks oh. like it looks like everybody from Reebok has been fired. Because oh god! They, because they fumbled the fucking bag. Because <laughs> Beyonce Beyonce went to them first about you know collaborating with them, and when she looked around the room, all she saw were white guys. And she was like, is this my creative team? And they said, yes. And she was like, no. Cooper, <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, Beck, Trevor. Mark. It's, no, I'm Peter. the fuck out of here. And that's a, bad, that's a bad look for Reebok. Oh, my God. If I'm if I'm the CEO of Reebok, I, I'm probably going to kill myself. <laughs> that is such a bad look. It's such a bad we look. Advocate, we don't advocate suicide. I'm not advocating, but, but I'm just probably, saying, bro. He probably needs to take some time off. I mean that that'll that's like a billion. That could be a billion dollar deal that just walked out the door because all you have were white men in your office to meet Beyonce. Did you not listen to Lemonade? Do you know who she's married to? The Do answer you know answer to that is is no. They did not listen to Lemonade. Clearly, they don't Let's like be real. <laughs> know your audience, man. And I give Beyonce, I give Beyonce a ton of credit because I that type of move right there shows me that she has some type. of type of integrity she wants to clearly she wants to work with people of color she wants to work with 
uh, women. She probably wants to work with uh, LGBTQ people. But me? Let, let Fox News come with a bag. Let the MAGA crowd come with a bag. I don't care who's in the room. I'm I'm holding water as long as the check clears. I don't have that type of integrity. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? Secure the bag. Secure the bag at all costs. But the only thing I got to say about the Beyonce thing is, so technically, since she's with uh, Adidas and Kanye West is Adidas, is she canceled by like association? Because I, you know, I thought we were burning Yeezys, even though again, whenever Yeezys drops, cannot get a hand on them, but he's been canceled. Yep. So we need to keep the same energy. They both work together. Let's 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 be fair, guys. Like get get her out of here. Beyonce is canceled. That's Control. official. Added I'm adding to, to the I'm adding to the 2019 the uh, committee cancel list. She's she's been canceled. So, but. It'd be interesting. I I don't know. I'm curious if she, if she makes like a. I feel like a, as big as the star of Beyonce is, I have a feeling that she could possibly make stuff for men too. Like, is it going to be exclusive to, to women? I feel like she wouldn't want to be inclusive like that. I think at I the beginning, I, wearing, I don't know how I'd feel wearing Beyonce sneakers. I mean, if they're fly, I'm gonna wear them. But I feel like I at the beginning, it's gonna be a lot. I think it's going to be geared towards women to to start out, but then as they grow bigger and create more ideas, I think they'll branch out to like men's stuff and just t-shirts and athletic gear. Like she'll have Jay Z out there marketing stuff. Now too. you know this is this is even better because this 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 opens the door for the S dot collections to come back for real. Oh, so yes. I did not I did not get a pair of S dots. I had the game. I, had to, I think I had a pair of the game Hurricane shoes, or I wanted them, or I'm, those might just been Fubu shoes. I don't know. They, I don't know. I wanted a pair of S dots. I didn't get that. So this might, I'm calling it here. There's going to be a, a, a limited release of S dots at some point. And I, I probably will not be able to get any. I guarantee you, if Beyonce wants Jay Z out there modeling shirts and shoes, I hope, that, I hope nigga, not. that nigga's going to be out there modeling shirts and shoes. That man is on video hugging her feet. He's going to be in some, some Beyonce ones when the, when the time is right. He will be out there. Fair enough. So, all right. So I was again out of town last week and I, I what I tend to do when I go out of town is probably try to stay on social media. But I, I for some reason, I, I find myself watching a lot of Netflix. Um, one thing is, if you ever look at Netflix, if you look at like when you're logging in, because I had to use the TV and log in my remote and it would kick you off every so often. I had to keep putting my password. And I noticed that Netflix gives you the option to make a password between 40 and 60 characters. And I'm like, what are you trying to hide in your Netflix account that you need a 60 character long password? Like whoever is at Netflix and is in charge of that little situation probably needs to focus on the, the four or five Jamaicans that have access to my account that are illegally streaming on Netflix videos. So uh, if you have a password that's longer than maybe 10 words, please, 10 characters, let me know. I need to have a talk with you. I want to know what you're watching on there that we don't need to be privy to. But there was a uh, interesting documentary on there called Social Animals. It pretty much uh, looked at the lives of three social media quote unquote influencers. You had a rich white girl, you had a black kid from Queens, and you had a, I guess I'd probably say middle class, I guess average looking white girl. Um, it's pretty. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? That's inappropriate. I'm sorry. That's inappropriate. <laughs> So, essentially, it, it the long and the short is like social media is like a, it's a disease, it's a drug and disease. It's it's pretty much like our digital heroin. Because I also watched many episodes of Drug Drug Inc. 
and uh, other drug related shows. I yeah, I learned a lot about drugs. I did not know that I need to know. But anywho, yeah, man, social media is is slowly uh, killing us off and making us crazy. So like the it, it, it has some positives, like the one kid from Queens, he ended up finessing his uh his social media on Instagram with the pictures he takes. He take pictures on bridges, stuff like that. He finessed that into a career where he's able to make money. Like he did a uh, photo shoot for Kanye West that paid him like $10,000 at like 18. And he used that money to travel the world and get more photos and build his brand. Uh, the one young lady, the the white chick. Now, I, I don't really know what she gained from this because this, this girl was already clearly rich. Like her dad was like a multimillionaire from like a, a car dealership. Um, but it did expose a side of social media that she'd never seen because she's, I think in the video, she's like 15 or 16. Um, she seemed pretty naive. But one thing that I didn't really care for is that her parents were kind of encouraging. It's like, yeah, once you get to 500,000 followers, we're going to help you build your brand or whatever. Now, I don't know if some of you guys don't know how social media works, but especially if you're on Twitter, Twitter is a disgusting place. And I'm not on Instagram, but I can imagine that Instagram is an equally disgusting place. Now you're you're posting, you're having your daughter post pictures of her in bikinis, and you know, not saying there's nothing wrong with that if you want to wear a bikini, cool. But there's sick people out in this world. Like they show some of the comments that adults and married people were posting on her pictures, and she was like, "Yo, this is kind of weird. It's kind of crazy." But her mom was like managing her account and like deleting those comments. But still, your kid has to see that. But you're putting your kid in that position to be exposed to some of that stuff. Now, further on the documentary, she's like, yeah, you know, I live. I don't have a bad life. But somebody posted a picture of her and her boyfriend. And now this is where it went a different direction. Because her boyfriend is like, but I don't know if he's black or Hispanic. I thought I was going to turn some like, you know, nigger lover, racist, you like coons type of stuff. I did too. But it flipped over and there was some guy that had like an anonymous page with all of her pictures on it, like in bathing suits talking about, oh, I love you. I want to meet you. I don't want nobody else to be with you. Uh, I'm going to kill everybody. When I, I want to meet you, I'm going to kill myself. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? But this is from social media. This is from her putting herself out there where sickos can take her pictures and do God knows what with them. Just because she wants to sell clothes. And I get it. There's nothing wrong wanting to sell clothes. But I, I kind of feel as a parent, again, these people aren't hurt for money. You don't need the money. Like, I felt like they maybe should have waited until she was like 18 or maybe 21. Not saying that any of those things were changed, but you're you're giving an adult the opportunity to put herself out there as an adult instead of presenting a child in kind of adult-like pictures. That makes sense. So, I mean, and then there's a third. Huh? Well, her story seems just... It seemed more uh did you see the hallway in her house? I was like, what is going on? Like yeah, she said, double just, community. I didn't even know those existed. Yeah, when he said double gated, I was like, damn, I broke his shit. Like yeah, <laughs> I was like, you didn't have to flex that hard, bro. Like you didn't do all that. It, like he, he he said, like, when you get five hundred thousand followers, I will start your clothing line, like fund a clothing line. Like the idea that you can just like. If you get 500,000 followers, we will open up your clothing line. Like, you know how much money it takes to start a clothing line? That's not just, that's not, it's one thing to be like, oh, if you get A's on your test, I'll give you my old car. Yeah, I was like, like, I was curious what her grades were like, but it doesn't matter. Like, you're a millionaire. Like, you'd be dumb as a box of rocks. I mean, it just, see, her, her life didn't seem real. It seemed inauthentic, I guess, because there was, you know, they were trying to do some 
videos of her going down the hallway on her on the little scooter. But she did it like three or four times because the, the video didn't come out right. So I'm like, oh, but I, I think uh, I think I think that's true. I feel like uh, young young women of this generation, that's what they do. Like they'll take. Well, like you saw some of the people like, oh yeah, it took it takes me an hour to post one selfie. I'm like, are you serious? Like an hour yeah. to post a picture? I, I get that, but that I feel Hell like no. that 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 story right there is the kind of stuff where I'm just like, I'm not interested in that stuff because that's superficial. It's not it's not real. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. There's I mean, no. It's real to her. That's her life. Like it's, and, yeah, it's real. To she those can't help people. that she was born. You know, with a silver spoon. Or not. That you know. Yeah, yeah. Can't knock the hustle. I, I'm, I'm I'm hating, but. It is oh yeah, is. oh yeah, for sure. But I, I, I did like uh, the, the first guy you mentioned. I, I, I liked his story. I thought his story was really intriguing because he, he literally took a hobby and, and turned it into to a career, and and that kind of shows to like you know, you don't really necessarily. Like, do you need to go to school to be a photographer? Well, okay, yeah, but see, that's the thing. The the three stories they showed that his his was on the extreme side because again, he's one of those people that got lucked out that found a passion of his where he was doing it because he generally enjoyed it and happened to make money off it. There's that's that that's not common because there's a thousand other photographers in New York City doing the same thing. Oh, the kid that get yeah, yeah, and I've said this before. New York City is the cheat code. Like, it could have went south for him because he did like some interviews with uh, newspaper people and like the local media, and that gave him exposure again, which it could have went north or south, but it it popped off for him, and he again finessed a photo shoot for like Kanye West and stuff like that, and was able to travel the world. But again, for the one of him that make it, you have his his associate, the white dude, that ended up getting arrested, and getting a record for it for doing the same thing. Right. So it's kind of like, I get it. I, I still say that school has its benefits. And this kind of ties into another Netflix documentary I was watching was uh, <laughs> uh, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I, I think you should go to school, but it, you have to go to school with a purpose. Like yes. everybody's not going to be like he, if you haven't watched Trigger Warning, this is like a Netflix promo. If Netflix wants to retweet us or, or uh, sponsor us, please do so. But uh yeah, we're bouncing on a trigger warning, but yeah, essentially there was an episode where Killer Mike was like kind of crushing kids' dreams, like kids that want to be like, I want to be the president or be a scientist. Like the odds of that are not going to happen, especially for a young black kid. We've had one, one out of 45. You know what I'm saying? If you count 45. So we've had one out of 44. So the odds that you're going to be an, another black president, are it's slim to none, like, I get it. I don't want to sound like the person that's crushing dreams, but you have to live within the realm of reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, yeah, you gotta be real. So uh, you do need to have an education or go to school. Just pick the right thing. Like, yeah, people shit on jobs like being a plumber or electrician or being an HVAC tech. It doesn't sound sexy, but those are three jobs you can make six figures doing. That's not going to cost you three hundred thousand dollars in debt. You know what I'm saying? I think they said the the rate for Harvard per year is like. Seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, to yeah. maybe get a, to maybe get a good job and then yeah. be in debt for the next like twenty five years. Like, imagine if you're someone who lives in the South or on the West Coast, like a place where it doesn't get cold. Imagine if your AC goes out during the summertime. What amount of money are you willing to pay to get that shit fixed that day? Because oh, for yeah. a lot of people, for, for a lot of people, it don't matter. Just fix my AC. And there's people out there that are making crazy money 
fixing the air conditioning because no one else knows how to do it. But if it goes out, you need it. Like you can't go without your AC in the summertime if you live in like Florida, Georgia, Texas, California, Louisiana, these certain places. Like <laughs> you need that AC and they can pretty much charge whatever they want and you'll pay for it. And people can have a career in that plumbing if your toilet is flooded if it's not flushing and you can't figure it out your faucet's leaking in the kitchen there's certain things that we that people just don't know how to do anymore and there's other people that have that trade and they know how to do it and they'll always be employed yeah because people wish people wish tech a lot now and this i guess ties back around to the social media i mean i get it tech is not going anywhere it's something i think you should be savvy with but there's a lot of kids that, that I've heard stories like, oh, yeah, I want to design video games. Fam, I get it. I get you like playing video games. I get that that sounds cool. It's kind of like, oh, well, I play video games, so I'm going to go design them. Again, for every 1,000 people that want to design video games, only one or one or two of those people are going to end up breaking it big as far as like maybe designing Madden or Fortnite or Final Fantasy or something. Like one of those big games is going to get you uh, – give you a sustainable career and again if that truly is your passion you're going to do it regardless if you're getting paid a lot or not but a lot of people you know try to get an education with the mindset that i'm going to use this to make me money so i can buy nice things and most of the things that a lot of people are being pushed on or told about you know oh yeah just get a four-year degree you can get a job that's not how it works i've seen kids with like degrees in computer science stuff like that bachelor's degrees can't find a job mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So don't shit on trade, KJ, if you listen to this. You know, you think you're graduating soon. So, you know, if, if you can't find something in college, don't waste your money and just go to college just to go. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't waste your money. Go go find a trade. Go find a hustle. Get actual work experience. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do that. But, um, yeah. The, and the way that uh, Caleb Mike went about it, it it's, it's hilarious. He, he pretty is. much made uh, educational videos that Evolved around pornography, and that's I'll leave it at that because it's a Christian based value podcast. But if you want to see that, go to Netflix and check out Trigger Warning. I hope they give him a second season. That show it was really good, it was really thought provoking. Like a lot of the stuff initially, his ideas sounded crazy, but when he actually broke them down, I was like, I guess that makes sense. So, like, I'm, I'm looking into getting a Cripple Cola shirt, just make sure I'm just getting a neutral color, I'm gonna get like black. <laughs> I'm not gonna get red or blue, but you know, or it'd be blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm probably gonna black cripple culture. Just I mean, because that made sense. Like they said, the 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 average black dollar stays in the black community for like, what do you say, six hours? Yeah, it was it was hours. I was like, what the fuck? Like in other communities, like with the Asian community, like if you go to like a Chinese restaurant or something like that, you'll see them. And I've seen this before, so I'm not trying to be like, oh, you're being racist or something like that. Even though this is also a racist podcast. Long being Christian based, you go to like the Chinese store or Chinese restaurant, you'll see them having their 10 year old kid working the register. You know what I'm saying? That money's going back into their pockets. They're reinvesting in their own businesses and their own communities. And, and that's something that tying back to Nipsey Hustle, that's something that he was promoting, getting jobs, you know what I'm saying? Building the black community, buying back the block. And that's something we got to do better with. So I, I try my best. I mean, Killer Mike had an idea that to purchase black every Friday. Again, you might not always need something every Friday to purchase, but if you can purchase from a, a black person or somebody trying to, you know, do something business business wise, it looks like you, you know, support your own. Because again, you'd be quick to go buy iPhone or Jordans or 
whatever your advice is, but you know, somebody's trying to have a come up or start their own business, you want to help them until they pop off, but they can't pop off if you don't help them. So there you go. Committee podcast is a black business, so definitely retweet and listen to our episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, Acre and uh, Apple and SoundCloud. So the, the website that's, is that's our little promotional uh, help the community rant for, for the day. So the uh, the website that they were talking about is uh, webuyblack.com. It's pretty much they got um, they got to fix that site like that. Is it bad? Okay, it's not great. It's okay. not great. Damn I it. checked it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they need to they need to redo that, but it, it's definitely an interesting concept. Support black businesses. I, I've been supporting black businesses a lot uh, recently through Title. I need to talk about this last week, but uh, I, I've been playing uh, the Old Town Road remix hey. uh, by Little Nas X featuring yes. uh, what is his name? The the Cyrus Billy father, Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, Smiley Cyrus's dad, and and I made the the tweet on Twitter, and I'm, it probably wasn't original because. Nobody really retweeted it, but that's okay. I felt good about it. But what I was hoping is I tweeted that uh, some to the effect that I can't wait when Miley Cyrus jumps in the remix and they slander her for eating off black culture. But then we remember this is a but then we remember this is a country song, so they really can't say anything. So I'm gonna wait. It's a matter of time. It's not a, it's not an if, it's a win. She's gonna be on a remix of Old Town Road at some point. It might not be official, but she's gonna jump on it. Like she has nothing to lose. Nothing to lose by doing that. So shout out to Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus for supporting the movement. I'm definitely going to play it around white people and uh, make them telling themselves. And, and I think another cool thing about the situation is a lot of people are learning about like uh, the history of country. I've heard this before. I haven't done my own research, but uh, black people invented country music along with a lot of things in this country. So that that'll that'll spur me to go do some research on the uh, the origins of country music because again. Uh, they don't want us to put our, our hat in the in the ring, but we kind of you know created that arena, so they're kind of you know can't keep us out of something that we built. So they should have left them. They should have left him on the charts. He'd have had his 15 minutes of fame and maybe moved on, but they were like, get your black ass out of here. He was like, let me bring this old white man over here, try to cake me off now. Now he's yeah. now I feel like he's gonna come with a whole album now. Like he has to do it well, and go no, all he, in. And he doesn't. Now I was thinking about that too, because like I looked him up. He's from Atlanta, and they said wow. essentially this came from a just came from like a like just went viral off of a video it did on like TikTok or something like that. And I guess it was a song and they put it out. But I was like, you know what? Well, the the, the kind of validate is like, oh well, he has put in a country album now because he wants to be you know respected in the country genre. And I thought about it like, no, he doesn't. Like, think of all the other pop and country or RB people that use elements of hip hop and probably chart as hip hop songs, but they don't actually put out full hip hop art albums. So if he puts out Old Town, Old Town Road and then doesn't put out another country track, that's fine. You can do that. You, you have the right to be diverse. You don't have to be bound to one genre. If you want to put out a rap song and then put out a country song, it's free country. If it bangs, it bangs. So. Shout out to Little Nas X. If it bangs, it bangs. Beyonce's coming out with a Netflix documentary. So I feel like we've been talking about Netflix a lot. Yeah. I guess uh, she's going to, from what I understand, it looks like it's going to be a documentary about her Coachella appearance, which is actually going to be pretty cool because from the videos I saw, it looked amazing. Um, let's see. Shout out to... Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Apparently ESPN is about to throw $10 million at this man. 
he's going to be the highest paid like ESPN personality ever, which I think he deserves every penny of it because he is on ESPN all the time. He's on ESPN so much that he falls asleep on ESPN. He is on ESPN. So they work this man so hard that he slips up and says "nigga" all the time because he. That was like, my. That was my point. Like y'all, about, <laughs> shout out to him for being the probably that's that's Black History in the making. The first man to, he says to get paid so ten million a year who said "nigga" on live TV multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> Multi, you can like excuse the language. These are quotes. Like, you can YouTube Stephen A. Smith says "nigga," and you can clearly hear him say. It. It happens this, this, all the time, but they work him too hard. He deserves this money, man. They, they had him on ESPN, like, in, in street clothes. Like, he literally had just come from the club. They called him out during the club, like, hey, we need you to do a sports center hit. He had, like, Tim's on or something like that. I'm like, does this dude get a day off? But, like, I appreciate the grind, the hard work. Like, he's really been out there grinding. He's, he deserves all that money. Um, also, shout out to, uh, I don't know who, who did, this, did this, but there's I was on YouTube and someone created a video that has every interception Blake Bortles has ever thrown. <laughs> that video is 15 minutes long and oh I'm going God. to watch every minute of it. I can't wait. I make cannot you, wait Make sure you link this. the Reduce Lunch podcast in that video. <laughs> let let Freddie be Freddy Beats notice. Let me, let me just say, I, I fast forwarded a little bit and there's one interception. It is so bad. He threw it. Off the back of his lineman's head, like, and, they, and what makes it worse is when you see it from the the back angle. He's looking to his left, and he's throwing to the right, and it hits the the right guard's helmet. I'm like, how was this guy in the league? This man was the top five pick, and he can't. He, uh, it's gonna be great. I can't wait. I'm gonna live tweet it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spend 15 minutes of my day watching every Blake Bortles career interception and live tweet everyone because it's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It'll probably be better than you know probably half of the DC movies that came out. Mm. I still haven't seen Shazam. I'm I'm definitely instant, interested. I'm, I'm gonna see that. I think it's gonna be good. I think yeah, I'm gonna see not, it. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who secured their Avengers Endgame tickets. I definitely bought mine at like 2 yes. o'clock in the morning. So yes. I'm, I'm going to see it Thursday night, and then I'm going to double back and see it Friday morning. So Yeah, I'm thinking about seeing the – like I'm already going to the 6.30 showing. I'm thinking about a way to try to finesse my wife to go see it like again that night. But, I mean, it's a three-hour movie. Like, I already, already tried. It, well, see, the cool thing is if you see it back-to-back, if you have to go to the bathroom, then you can like you just yeah. like all right, or at the first one you gotta go to the bathroom. You can because you come back to see it again. I'll be right back. Just gotta make sure you go at the right time. That's that's you're essentially spending like seven hours at the theater. Split. Hey, 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 what, what did I sharp say? Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Let's share the sharp nigga on Fox Sports. See what happens. Hey, get his black ass, his Hennessy drinking, black and mild smoking. <laughs> Somebody said he was like a horse one time, Mr. Ed ass. They get his ass right out the paint. Sure did. <laughs> they'll have they'll have Sterling shop on there the next day. Won't even they'll notice. Getting roasted by Skip Bayless wouldn't even Skip notice. Bayless. <laughs> look a little look a little different, Chef. <laughs> look a little thin there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we can end on that note. So it's a committee podcast. Shout out to El Chapa. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> Oh my god.